听 Grandeur YYFM. You're listening to YYFM. It's time for tales around the teapot, just for you. Curiosity killed the cat. Written and read by Joan Warburton. You know what they say, curiosity killed the cat. Well, I'm living proof. Nearly did. Not a cat, but an 89-year-old woman, too nosy for her own good. You haven't a clue what I'm on about, have you? Stupid me. I'll start at the beginning so's you'll know what's what. Not that you believe me. Others didn't either, at first. My name's Reedy McFlagon. I lived nigh on 70 years in my old terraced house, slap bang in the middle of Mount Street. It's the only two of us left on this side of the road now. Others have all been knocked down by the council, but they can't get us oldies to move. Over my dead body, I tell them. These here houses are over a hundred years old. Built to last they were, with two wars and I don't know how many rights and squirmishes behind them. We're happy here. Two up, two down, with a bathroom, top of the stairs, we had put in a couple of years ago. Cellar and all underneath the kitchen. Don't like cellars. Creepy, smelly, dark places. Since I was frightened as a nipper by my obnoxious brother playing hide and seek. Screamed the bloody place down I did and him laughing his head off at the door. Till Dad came along and give him hiding with his belt. Any road, the house next door is a bit of a mess. A pigsty, really, since Ma Brown died there in the living room watching her favourite TV programme, Mr and Mrs. It was two days before they found her. Talk about a stink, especially as the gas fire was still blazing away in there. Took the council over two weeks to clean it out, I tell you. Reckoned it was her heart, but myself, I think it was something else. She'd been hearing noises and what dots, told me herself, but no one took any notice. Said she was going a bit loopy-like. I still think it was something evil though. They were built over a graveyard, see, years ago. And the graves, well, they don't like being disturbed, do they? Her family wouldn't sell though, so it's been empty since. About eight months or so ago, there were people in there nosying around and then they moved in. Don't know if they were supposed to or not, mind. All sorts of rumours have been whispered about them being ghost hunters and that claptrap. After strange noises and things, especially at night, were heard. When I goes down to the lab at the bottom of the garden, 
don't like doing my business in my new one upstairs. I hurry like the bats of hell are after me. Never saw the mountain about like normal people in the day. Curtains drawn all the time and the smell. Terrible, obnoxious. So I got curious like, especially when Dan the Post added fuel to the fire by saying he'd seen black clothed figures with candles dancing in the clearing across from his back. He swears it was then next door to me. Well, everyone in the street's chomping at the bit to find out. I say, I look. See, seeing as no one else has the guts, nor gumption to. So, the other week, on a Thursday to be exact, about ten-ish, me bedtime, I peered out of the back bedroom window and caught sight of a tall, dark stick figure climbing over the fence into next door's garden. Like I said, curious, I puts my coat on over me nighty and crept through the back door. Just as I put my feet out, I hear this commotion like hell was breaking loose. Then, see three balls of bright fire fly straight at me, then swerve upwards into the sky, leaving a stink of God knows what in the smoky air. Startled, I tell you, I nearly shit myself. But I was determined to see what was going on. I'm by the lavy door by now, and as I look up the yard into next door's window, the curtains are burning, bright red and yellow flames, and the spluttering of crackling of one wooden window panes. Yet inside was pitch black. But all of a sudden this huge shape appeared at the window. I swear to God it looked right at me with these red slit eyes and howled a horrible sound that made the ears on my neck stand up. I couldn't see no face nor anything else except those eyes. I started to run as best I could up to the back door, when out of the window it flew and whizzed around me like a whirlwind with streaks of fire behind it. Caught all my trees and my best rosebush on fire. I'm screeching my head off and can't move in fright. Someone comes and grabs my shoulder and pushes me down hard on the ground. Outside I'd been burnt too. How long I lay there I don't remember. Next thing I hear is sirens, loud voices and trampling feet around me. I'm carried into an ambulance to hospital. Two days later I come home. My nerves are shattered and I'm a wreck. But the worst was to come. After the fuss and palaver of visitors settled down and I felt a bit better, I took myself out to the back door to see the mess. Well, I told you you wouldn't believe me if I said it was just as it should be. Normal as anything. No sign of a fire. No windows burnt. Nout out of place. 
were half the burnt bushes and not gone. They say I had a, a hallucination, too much of imagination at my age. They'd found me in the back garden with my torch in my hand after hearing me screams, then rang the ambulance and police. Thought I'd been mugged at first. The neighbours didn't see anything out of the ordinary, they say. So, maybe it was. But you tell me, how come I have a big burnt patch on my coat that stinks of sulphur? And in my coat pocket, a silver cross and chain that I swear I hadn't a clue where it came from. As for the neighbours, well, we've not set eyes on them since that night. But I still peek out at bedtime. You never know what might happen again. Diolch am rando i YYFM am fwy o gynnwys fel hyn i ddilyn i ar-lein ac i ar-lein i wybod beth hoffech chi gwybod nesaf, ewch chi it's yyfm.com. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit itsyyfm.com.